I got to warm you up for our guest speaker today. So everybody say, hey. hey. Say, I'm ready. I'm ready. Say, I can't wait. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ashley Rogers. <laughs> Woo. All right, so this is cool. You guys, Ashley is a powerful, fiery, wisdom-filled woman of God. And she serves incredibly faithfully with the kiddos. And she's been an amazing support to us and encouragement to us week in and week out for the last year. And uh, so she's got a lot inside that I would love for her to start sharing more and more because it's really, really good. Um, but last week, we're talking about spending time with the Lord. We're letting you guys share thoughts about spending time with the Lord. And I kept, the whole time that I was up here, I kept thinking, man, Ashley's got so much to share on this. And I almost called on her several times, and the Lord kept stopping me from calling on her. So then at the end, the Lord said, she's supposed to share next week. And so I went over to her, and I said, hey, crazy idea. Feel free to say no. But what about you next week sharing about spending time with God? And she said, oh, my gosh. And she pulls open her journal. And she reads what the Lord had told her that morning, which was almost basically, yeah. you're supposed to share next week about spending time with the Lord. And uh, it was like, yes, okay, perfect. So I'm really excited for you guys to get to hear her and be encouraged by her. Awesome. Amen? Thank you. All right. Hey, guys. So last week, when uh, that morning I had spent time with the Lord, and he had told me, it's time for me to start preaching. It's time for me to step out this year. And my word for this year is freedom to be me. Because I've always struggled with seeing someone really powerful, like my spiritual mom, Norma Johnson. If you guys know her, she's amazing. And I remember when I spent time with her, and I just wanted to be her. And um, God just has slowly shown me that he wants me to be me. And so um, last week I was spending time with the Lord before church. And he said, it's time. You're going to do a preaching series on how to develop a strong relationship with me. And the first series is time with God, getting to know him. And so when we came to church last week and Grant started speaking about, I was like, I missed that. <laughs> like, I missed the bus. That's what I had thought. And so when he asked me afterwards, it was just confirmation of, wow, okay, I can do this. So um, in September of 2015, um, I met the Lord 16 years ago. My husband led me to the Lord laying in bed at night. And um, I got on fire for him. And I loved him. And I just wanted to just do everything I could to be with him. And um, for the last, probably for the first few years, I really tried and I really fought and I really you know, was trying to just get past my past, get past the fear, get past the hurts and the traumas. And I just really couldn't get there. And what changed it all was in September of 2015, I made a commitment that I was going to spend time with God on a regular basis. And it has changed my life. Um, I remember when you know, I would come to church on a Sunday. You would go, you know, go to church on Wednesday. And you know that feeling like when you're in worship and it's just like the most amazing feeling. You're like, gosh, I just want to stay here all day long. Well, you can do that at home, honestly. And I have made that commitment to, and my husband will even attest to this, I wake people up. 
Um, in the mornings, I put my headphones in, and if everybody's still asleep, I'll have the music on. And I think I'm, like, singing quietly and praying quietly, and then he's like, no, you're not. You woke us all up. But I came to that place that I don't care. He's so good. And I want to know his heart. I want to know what makes him sad. I want to know what makes him upset. I want to know what makes him happy. I want to see people like he sees them. But if you're not regularly spending time with him, how do you know his heart? It's just like a relationship, me and Rachel. If I only talk to Rachel on Sunday, just for like 30 minutes, hi, how are you? We're not really friends. We're not connecting. I'm not telling her my daily struggles. I'm not telling her what my husband did, my kids did. And you don't have a relationship. So you have to build that relationship with the Lord. And it's really hard sometimes. I mean, sometimes I get up and I really don't want to do it. It's not fun. I don't want to roll up out of bed at 5 a.m. And when everybody else is asleep, you know, but it's like once you get into that rhythm and that habit, it's amazing what happens. And I can remember asking the Lord, you know, in services when you'd feel them, feel them there. You'd be in a meeting or wherever you were. And I'm like, God, is somebody going to be here tonight that's going to be able to heal, heal me? Is my heart going to be whole tonight? And just waiting for that, waiting for that person that was anointed to do that. And let me just tell you, it hasn't happened it's happened at home. Just me and him. And he has healed places of my heart. I mean, it just makes me, he's healed places of my heart that I never, ever thought would be whole. He's touched them. And I'm so thankful, I'm so thankful that he didn't do what he did in a meeting because it's ugly. It's, it's not cute cry. It's not grab a little tissue cry. It's, for me, sobbing uncontrollably, snot running, tears running. I mean, and not being able to move for hours. And so I started a job in October of this last year, and I felt like God told me he was going to give me some grace for the next couple of weeks of getting into that time, you know, because I, what was awesome when I didn't work is all my kids went to school, my husband was at work, and I came home, I turned on the music, and I had a couple hours, and it was awesome. So I got this job, and I felt like for the first few weeks, I had some grace to, you know, get in a routine. Well, after the first few weeks, I'm not going to lie, I didn't do it for another week. I didn't do it for another week. And I started seeing things creep back in that I didn't like. I started being very selfish. And I just call it, I started being of the world. I didn't see people how he saw them. I saw their faults. I saw they need to do that and they'll be better. They need to change. Why are they so this and that? And I caught myself and I was like, whoa, that's not who I want to be. And I have big dreams with God. And he's just flat out told me the last couple of weeks, that if I don't get back and I don't get into that routine and I don't b continue to build that relationship with him, I'm not going to do it. And, I mean, it's just, once you get in the routine of doing it, it's amazing what happens. And can I ask you, and you can share, Jerry, the question, or do you want me to share?
Are you sure? So I, we were riding in the car, and I asked my husband, I said, so seriously, like, because he'll tell me the truth. He's not sugarcoat anything. I was like, tell me what you saw change in me this last year of really being dedicated to spending time with him and seeking him. He was like, you know, you became really loving, and you don't snap, and you don't get angry as much. And when he said that, it's kind of like when you start doing stuff for a long time, even if it's good, like spending time with God, and you get healed, and and these things start happening, you kind of don't see them. The change happens, the healing happens. But when he said that, it just touched something in me. And I was like, wow, I've sacrificed the time. I've made the commitment to the Lord, and look what he's done. And there's also times I know, like this last summer, I got in a really bad rut, and I would just go out and I would, you know, put the music in, but I just didn't feel anything. I didn't feel like to pray. I didn't feel like he was speaking to me. I didn't feel anything. And I was like, what is this, God? What's wrong? Like, what's wrong with me? What, what's going on, you know? And he says, you're afraid. Afraid? Afraid of what? He says, you're afraid of being rejected by me. You're afraid of me letting you down. And I was like, whoa. And it's just, it was like a, and just another, each step of intimacy with the Lord is a deeper level of healing, a deeper level of relationship. And so I was like, okay, here we go again, because it's like rounds for me. It's like kind of like a season of, I'll go through a season of healing and then a season of worshiping, and it's just just this different thing every time. And we took care of that, me and him, of me telling him why I was afraid, why I didn't want to get close to him, because I've never really had I couldn't trust any human beings. All my friends that I was friends with in high school, I never had friends. They always let me down. And my husband was truly the first one that showed me love in the human form here on earth that loved me unconditionally and never, ever let me down. And so it came to the point, and it, we were, I worked through it, I got through it, but I had to push. And I can remember, and I love... Um, when I spend time with the Lord, I, I love keeping journals. I love writing down what he's saying to me because you can go back. And I was reading through when I started in September. Of um, And I just, you read through and it's like you see your relationship with the Lord progress. It's kind of like you go from eating a bottle, then you get some baby food, and then, you know, you keep going higher and higher with him. And it's amazing. So I'm going to just take you guys through, first of all, to just make a commitment today to say, okay, every day for the next 14 days, I'm going to cut out five minutes, five minutes. That's hardly anything. That's nothing, guys. You'll get to the point where like two hours, you're like, it's over. Gosh, just one more hour. You know, you'll get, it, seriously, it gets to that point where you just, you crave it. It's just the time flies by and you just want more and more and more. But just make a commitment to say, okay, I'm going to take five minutes a day, and I'm going to spend it with you. I'm not going to do anything else. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to be away. I'm going to be quiet with you. And it's kind of like sometimes it's you, you really have to push into that, into his presence. You have to really seek him. And what I do is I always, if my kids aren't home, I, I, or if no one's home, I blare the music through the, our speaker. But if people are home, I just put headphones in. 
and I kind of like headphones better because it's even louder. It's like, it's like in your brain. It's like there's like nothing can distract you. I really do like headphones for that. I need some beats. <laughs> Next, hey, February 14th. Um, but just put on some worship. And if you feel like you don't have anything to say, you don't have anything on your heart right then, put on some music and just, like, I go through seasons of I really like a song and I'll listen to it, like, over and over and over, and then I'll go to a new song. Have you guys heard Pieces by Stephanie, the live one? I received some major hailing through that song. I'm serious. If you haven't listened to it, it's Pieces by Stephanie. How do you say her last name? Gretzinger? And I, it's on YouTube, and it's the live version of it, and it's like 15 minutes long. And it's like, by the end, I'm just like, every single time, it does not matter. I'm just gone. So just put on some worship and listen. And let, you'll see once that worship starts playing, and you kind of get a thankful heart, and you start just, man, you are awesome. I love you, Lord. You are just, and just be thank him and thank him and thank him. And then there's seasons where I go through where I'll have specific prayer prayers that I want to see answered for my family, whatever it may be. And I'm not a list person like Charlie, usually. But there are seasons that I've went through and there are specific things that I want to see happen. And I will write them down and I will go in in the word and I will find the verses that match up to what I'm wanting and I will pray it religiously, which is so hard for me because I like to just go. But um, I will pray those things and then it's neat to see you can check them off your list. And that's neat to see sometimes. And then there's times that I just get in full-blown spiritual warfare in my house, huh, Jerry? He knows. And I just, I walk, I pace, I pray in the spirit. I, whatever God is telling me, I just pray and pray and pray and pray until it releases. But what you do is going to look different than from everybody else. I mean, you have to find what works for you and just commit to do it. But it has changed my life, you guys. I'm serious. I was so sick of living halfway, only committing to him halfway, you know, and only really, you know, doing things on Sunday, really, you know, speaking into people's lives and doing everything on Sunday. I just was sick of it. I don't want to live like that. I don't want my kids to live like that. I want them to do what I do. I want them to seek him and know that he is their everything. And that without him, nothing else matters. And I'm telling you, if you make the commitment and you do it, in a year from now, you will be completely changed and different. I promise. And I just know that each and every one of you guys have dreams in your heart. Don't you all? Even the ones that you haven't told people? Because they're so big. So big. And I want to see you live in freedom. I want to see you do that big dream, Makobe, that you told me that I can't tell anyone. You too, Caitlin. I want to see my kids walk in an authority that I never did. I want them to walk in it now. I want everyone to walk in freedom. I want you to do your dreams. I want those big dreams. But I'm just telling you, it's not going to happen spending one day a week with the Lord. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You might do little stuff. 
little fun stuff here and there. But I want to affect and influence for the kingdom. I don't want to just go to work and sit at my desk and go through my day and leave and do nothing. I want to go in there. I want to change the atmosphere. I want to change the atmosphere of where I am. I want people to see my light. I want him to shine through me. And, I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing what happens. You'll be places, even at work. There's these guys that come in and drop off termite reports and everything. They're like, you know what? Since you've been working here, it's just so joy in here. There's so much joy. And it's nothing to do with me and everything to do with him sacrificing the time, being obedient, and letting him do those things. But I want this church to be all that God has called it to be. It's time. But we have to do our part. We have to go and be what we're supposed to be for we can fit in this puzzle piece in this church for it can truly be all that it's called to be. Five people are not going to do it. It doesn't matter if you're on leadership team. It doesn't matter. We need everyone to pull together, to be whole in their self, to be, to be loved, to be honored, and to come together and for we can do this. I love this place. I know God wants to see it be all that it's called to be. I know, I mean, I just, when I walked in here, I felt so loved and so accepted and just, it didn't matter where I was on my journey. It's like I, everyone loved me. And there was no, just, it was just awesome. So my big prayer is that everyone will truly just make the commitment today to say, I'm going to do this for the next 14 days. And I'm going to ask in 14 days, I'm going to come up and just, hey, how is it going? Did you do it? And I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't days that I miss. There are days that that happens. But I pay for it. The day is horrible. It's like, and by the end of the day, I'm like, man, I shouldn't have missed today. Whoo! My patience was tested, and I did not act right. So, and um, there's this, uh, I remember when Timothy Berry was here, and it, it really spoke to my heart. He was talking about spending time with Lord, and he, had, he was speaking to some pastor, some guy, and he was like, so when you're really busy, do you, only, do you only do a few minutes with the Lord? He goes, no, I do two hours. Because he always said that he spent an hour with God every day. And Timothy would ask him, well, what do you do when you're really busy? He said, I spend two. I was like, whoa. Seriously. I mean, it changes everything. So there's a song I want to play. Can I hook up to the speaker? Or how do I do that? Because it's on my eye. Yeah. Do I not have my phone? It's on the, it's on the Apple Music. I have to password it because my son plays on it all the time. It's on my phone. It's on my iTunes. Okay. It's on Apple Music. Internet or? I don't, it's on my playlist. We'll check. We'll do our best. <laughs> Which one is it? It's this one. Okay. Wait, this one. Number seven. Number seven. Number seven. Let's see if he can do it. I should have probably told him that before. 
Does anybody have any questions, comments? You're awesome. I mean, yeah, that's a good thing. Let's look at my list. I didn't use anything I wrote down. Maybe I'll just read back through this and see if we can find something. Um, Another thing is that song I was talking about, the pieces song. And I'm serious, you guys. You have to go find it on YouTube. It's amazing. But um, it's like he loved me back together again. He really did. And uh, it's like I know. It's like it's so fun when you get to know him. This is just so fun. When you get to know him and it's like a relationship, like if me and my husband never talk and we never spend time together, then I don't really know him. We just live in the same house. I wash his clothes. I pick up his socks. But I don't know him. But we have to compl- on all the time work at spending time together and getting to know each other all the time. And it's like once you get to know the Lord like in that intimate way, and you really know his heart. And it's amazing how I can even look at family members that I used to not be able to look at in a nice way. I mean, just really, just, I just really couldn't understand how they could be that way, why they did that. And I can truly look at them now and take the physical away take the world away and see beyond that into why they're like that. Why? The real why. And just taking that facade down and seeing inside past the physical world. And it's just relationship with the Father. And I'm serious. I really want you guys to, we're gonna, I'm going to play this song because it's so fun. Did you guys figure it out? Okay. Great. And if you have questions for her, also go for it. Um, okay, so talk to me about practically what do you do when you spend time with God? And you say you like to use journals. What are you journaling? Okay. How does that work? Okay. My journaling, um, I just really write down whatever I'm hearing from the Lord. I know there's a lot of different ways to do this. And... I just, whatever I hear him telling me, whatever encouragement he's told me for that day, um, I just write it down. And I've really never, ever seen, it's just amazing. I'm telling you, if you do a journal, to go back and look and read. You're like, man, I really do hear his voice. That was not me. Seriously. And so um, I just go through and I just write down, like on this day, this was September 22nd, so this was 2015, this was uh, three weeks into my journey. Push, push, push. It will be so worth it. Break old cycles by continuing. I will finish what I started. I will do all that God has called me to do. No stopping, no looking back. This was September 22nd, 2015. So it's just fun to go back and look through this 
and see where I came from. And, I mean, that's what I do. I just write down. But like I said, I turn on the music, I journal, and then I'll pray prophetically, whatever I feel called, led to do. So this is another sermon, but how do you hear God's voice? And how did, like, how did you first think, oh, that might be God, and then get more comfortable feeling like that was him? Um, I just, I really wait until I'm in the presence to hear, you know, specific words, but I feel like I have just a continual dialogue with him, and I just know, I know that I know that I know that that's him. And even when I hear, sometimes I'll hear something, and I'm like, that's not the Lord, that is not the Lord. You go in Jesus' name. Because, I mean, if it doesn't line up with the word of God, it's obviously not him. So that's what I always take it back to. Does this line up with the word of God? Is this what he would have for me? But I just, being quiet, getting quiet in that quiet time and just letting him speak to me. And I don't know, I just hear him in my head. It's a voice. Okay. So whenever you... Read the Bible. Yeah. What do you do? I like to do like what Daisy was talking about. I like to take a specific verse and really dissect it and really go down and, and, and go through word by word and even like look it up in the um, dictionary and see the definition, the different words, and really apply it to what is going on in my life, whatever the case may be. But um, that's how I like to do it. You, okay, I'm sure you've had times in your life where you try to spend time with the Lord, you, you had a good start, and then you stopped. And then it started and stopped. Started. How did you break through that? Obedience. Being accountable. Making, when I made that commitment that I was going to do it, and you get so sick and tired of being sick and tired, when you're sick of living just mundane, lukewarm, it will push you. You'll get to the point where you're so sick and tired that that will push you to do whatever you have to do. And I don't want to go and be done with my life and look back and say, I wish I would have done that. I want to leave it all in the field. I want to be all in, committed, and I don't want to look back and wish I would have done that. I'm in my 30s. I, I got to go. I'm not a young one like these right here. But... I just don't ever want to look back and regret it. And when you make that commitment and you say, I'm going to do it, you got to do it. That's why I like worship. That's why I like the headphones. Because it, those headphones, you turn them up, I'll get, you need some good ones. My husband has the, we have the, he has these Samsung ones. And they're like just these buds because I have an iPhone. And oh man, it, you won't be able to hear any other voice. But just put the music in, and don't, like, try to get right into it. You know, you can't always just, you know, meet with God, and right then, like, what you feel here comes. And there's days that I don't feel crap. Me, personally, I mean, I used to struggle with that a lot, just because I'm like, man, I really need to do the dishes. I have 50 loads of laundry to do today, and all these things. But I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let that steal my time right now with the Lord. I'm not. 
and I'll, t- and I'll say, hey, distractions, you go in Jesus' name. You go. You're not going to distract me. You're not going to take away from my time with the Lord. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to listen and just try that. And just and it won't, it, I mean, there are some days we're just a little bit more preoccupied or might have a harder time. But if you push and keep doing it and just get to that point, but there are hard days. I mean, not every day is easy. But, I mean, and that's the thing I think that I struggle with at first is I wanted it to look the same. Like, you know, when you have those awesome encounters with God, I'm like, man, I can't wait till tomorrow. And then it wouldn't happen. And I'd almost want to get disappointed. Because I'm like, well, you showed up yesterday. Let's do that again. You know? And he wouldn't. But it's just different all the time. It's like when Rachel said, you, you paddle out, you catch the wave, and you come in. And every time it's different. You know, it's not all the same. But I've had wonderful encounters with the Lord at, Lord at home. I mean, it's just it, like what we have here, I do at home. I don't, you know what I'm saying? You really can encou- have, that, have those encounters, hear his voice, be in his presence anywhere that you choose to be. He's so fun. I can remember when I used to think that he just really was mad at me and I could never do anything right and just, that's not fun. He's so fun. He wants you to have fun. He wants to, you to walk in joy. And it's honestly getting to know his heart. Don't you think that, I mean, that's part of it. And when you really know his heart, and I think if you guys get, you know, if you get to that where you know his heart and it's so fun, and it's just that you have this constant dialogue with him and you build this awesome relationship, and everybody's relationship's going to look different. It's not going to look like what I look like. You know, I mean, just like Charlie and Sarah, it was so funny. He's the list maker, and she's the just go to town, like me. Two peas in a pod right there. So it's not, I mean, a relationship is what, you know, just like, I mean, in marriages and friendships, you know, my friendship with Rachel doesn't look like the same as Caitlin because they're not the same people. They're different, you know? So your relationship with the Lord is going to look like differently than mine. And what I do may not work for you. You may not like putting headphones in and getting your brain blowed out by the music. <laughs> I love it. So it's really, it's, it's different for everyone. And you just have to find what works and work it and do it and make the commitment. And I'm telling you, you will be changed. What um, percentage of your time is spent in the Bible and then journaling and then worshiping? And it's honestly different all the time. I mean, I don't have a, it's so different. I mean, like I said, there will be days that I just stay in worship the whole time. Um, And that's all I do. There will be days that I just really need some answers. I need some clarity. I need to, to really focus in and get some answers for stuff and all, you know, but I always, 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 always start with worship. It just clears all the gunk. It just clears it all out and gets it clear, and then I'm ready to receive. But I always start in worship. I never just start out trying to get an answer or seek him. And then reading the word, I do that. It's, it's different. Like if I'm making a prayer list, I get in, and I, I get the verses. Sometimes he'll say, hey, read this, and I go read that. And I'm like, well, what are you trying to tell me? And then, I mean, just talking, having dialogue with him. And so it's different every time. But... um. It's so fun. Are you guys ready? Okay, so just close your eyes. 
This is some prophetic worship. It's this guy that I love. And this is what you guys are going to do. You're going to get off the bench. Okay? So everybody just close your eyes and listen to the song. you to play he wants you to play he wants you to play play in the big game come on play with me I'm your heavenly father I love you I love you come in from the sidelines I know your name, it's not your number, I know everything about you. Heavenly Father loves you, Heavenly Father loves you. Heavenly Father loves you, Spirit of Jesus, receive the Father's love, receive the Father's love. I thank you, Lord, for my friends. I thank you, Lord, that you love them so, so much. And I just pray, Lord, today that if they're sick and tired of being sick and tired, if they're tired of living halfway, if they're tired of sitting on the bench, that you touch their hearts now, that they make the commitment today to you to press in to truly know your heart 
to truly know you. And I just pray, Lord, if anyone here, Lord, is facing rejection, is facing things, Lord, that they just can't get close, that you touch that area now. Everything I want is in you. Touch them, Lord. Remove the rejection, Lord. Remove the pain. And let them see your face, Lord. So, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for who you are. I thank you, Father God, that your kingdom come, your will be done in everyone's lives. During worship today, when I, we were worshiping, and um, I had this vision, and I was standing on this tiny peg. only round. It was only big enough just for my feet to fit. And um, my eyes were closed, and I opened them up, and there was raging waters all around me. <coughs> and sometimes when you're in that area, when you're in that storm of those raging rivers, of those raging storms of life, circumstances, situations, you just have to close your eyes and trust. And so if you're in that time where everything around you is raging, there's no calm waters ahead, just open your arms up and trust and close your eyes. So, Lord, we trust you. No matter what it looks like around us, we trust you. We choose to trust you. We choose, Lord, to see beyond the world, to see beyond people's facades, and we choose to see what you see. Give us your eyes. Give us your heart. Give us your hands, Lord. Let us see like you see. Let us speak like you speak, Lord. Guide and direct our every path this way. Let us affect and influence for your kingdom. Let us not merely live in the world, Lord. Let us be you in the world. Let us see beyond the world's Father. So, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.